This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 12, it says, Indeed, the word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating even between soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. Yes, the word of God is living and effective today in my life and in yours. And that's the very reason why I'm offering this weekly podcast where I reflect upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. So now please join me on Faith Moments with Dina Marie as we break open the Word of God together, inviting His Word to change our lives forever. Greetings and welcome to Faith Moments, a weekly podcast to proclaim and to ponder our Sunday Mass readings. Well, this Sunday, we're turning the calendar, we're entering the month of October, and it's the 27th Sunday in Ordinary Time. This week, actually, and and I love the first week of October, there's lots of saints to guide us into this particular month, the 1st of October, the Feast of St. Therese of the Sioux. On the 2nd of October, we have the Feast of the Guardian Angel. Now this year, it follows on Sunday, and so we focus on that Sunday Mass, but certainly on Sunday, let's call upon our guardian angels to continue to guide us and to lead us in our relationship with Christ. We have St. Francis that comes up on October 4th, and then on October 5th is the Feast of St. Faustina, who brought us the Divine Mercy. Also, we can't forget on the 7th of October, the Feast of Our Lady of Victory, the Feast of of Our Lady of the Most Holy Rosary. So just feast after feast and celebration after celebration, it's a reminder of our relationship with God. And our saints are those who went before us, who followed that path, the narrow path, the difficult path, the path with the the, the heavy rocks and maybe the tosses and turns, but to stay faithful to the Lord. And so I want to close today with a a particular prayer. It's a prayer that came to me uh, through the St. Anthony Guild of uh, St. Francis. It's a beautiful novena prayer we'll close this time with. And so let's look at the readings because I think it's beautiful to look at our saints that maybe are around the readings that we have and to see how they really reflect our sacred scripture. And I think we'll find in the life of St. Francis, there really is this beautiful reflection of some of the points that are coming out in these readings from both Old and New Testament. So October 2nd is the 27th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And our first reading today comes from the prophet Habakkuk. Habakkuk. And we hear a little bit from him on this first reading from chapter 1. A reading from the prophet Habakkuk. How long, O Lord, I cry for help, but you do not listen. I cry out to you, violence, but you do not intervene. Why do you let me see ruin? Why must I look at misery? Destruction and violence are before me. There is strife and clamorous discord. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write down the vision clearly upon the tablets, so that one can read it readily. 
for the vision still has its time, presses on to fulfillment, and will not disappoint. If it delays, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not be late. The rash one has no integrity, but the just one, because of his faith, shall live. The Word of the Lord. Our psalm is Psalm 95. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Come, let us sing joyfully to the Lord. Let us acclaim the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us joyfully sing psalms to him. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord who made us. For he is our God, and we are the people he shepherds, the flock he guides. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Oh, that today you would hear his voice. Harden not your hearts, as at Meribah, as in the day of Massah in the desert, where your fathers tempted me. They tested me, though they had seen my works. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Our second reading is the letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Beloved, I remind you, to stir into flame the gift of God that you have through the imposition of my hands. For God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather of power and love and self-control. So do not be ashamed of your testimony to our Lord, nor of me, a prisoner for his sake, but bear your share of hardship for the gospel with the strength that comes from God. Take as your norm the sound words that you heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Guard this rich trust with the help of the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. The Word of the Lord. Our gospel reading today comes from Luke chapter 17. The apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith. The Lord replied, If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your servant, who has just come in from plowing or tending sheep in the field, Come here immediately and take your place at table? Would he not rather say to him, Prepare something for me to eat. Put on your apron and wait on me while I eat and drink. You may eat and drink when I am finished. Is he grateful to that servant because he did what was commanded? So should it be with you. When you have done all you have been commanded, say, We are unprofitable servants. We have done what we were obliged to do. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It's always powerful to listen to the prophets and to, you know, when we start to hear the prophets' situations and what's going on in their lives, we're going back in history, we're going back, you know, think about slowly 
over time, over hundreds of years, God calls his people. And we see evidence of those who respond to God's call through the words of the prophets and through the actions of the prophets. You know, the prophets just didn't sit around in a cell and write words or or share these thoughts and visions of the Lord. No, they went out and they did things. They followed and they responded to what the Lord called them to do. And many times it was in great difficulty. Many times it was in the face of people mocking and ridiculing them. Like, what are you talking about this God? But the prophets are evidence in this book, the scriptures, that they follow and trust God's word and his promise. And so here we hear from Habakkuk, you know, and he hears the cry of the people. Uh, we hear a beautiful phrase, the Lord hears the cry of the poor. You know, I, I see St. Francis here. St. Francis heard the cry of the poor and he responded. And so in this Habakkuk reading, I cry for help, but you do not listen. Is it that God isn't listening when there are the poor, when there is violence, when there is war? Are we to be so silly to say the Lord does not hear that? The Lord hears everything. He's the creator of everything. And yet we hear the people seeing ruin, looking at misery, destruction, and violence. You know, you could be looking outside your own neighborhood and community. We certainly, over the last year and a half, have seen atrocities, violence, uh, permission of allowing violence to continue to go on and on in our country and in our world today. And certainly we have wars in the Ukraine and Russia. And so here in the past with Habakkuk, here today in our own world and, and everywhere in between, we've seen this strife and clamorous discord, as it says in the scriptures. But the Lord says, and it's like this comforting father who looks around and he can see everything. You know, the child comes up, daddy, daddy, don't you know that so-and-so did this? Or don't you know that that's happening out there? And the father knows. And he knows the proper time and he knows the proper process of all things. And the Lord says, for the vision still has its time. You know, everything has its time. We've read in the last couple of days in some of these readings for the daily mass from the book of Ecclesiastes, you know, there's a time for war and there's a time for peace and all of these oppositions that this beautiful writing of Ecclesiastes reminds us, there's a time for all things. And yet God is the author of all time and all things. And I love this. It presses on to fulfillment that it will complete its course in its proper time. If it delays, wait for it. If it doesn't come when you expect it to come, we expect a ceasefire. We expect the wildfires to end. We expect the hurricanes to stop. We expect the political strife to end. We expect X, Y, and Z to stop. Wait for it, for it will surely come. It will not be late. These are reassuring words from the Lord to the prophet and to us today. Now, here's the message that I take from this. 
the rash one has no integrity. So if we are impatient, if we want to push forward and say, no, I'm not going to wait for this. I want to, I want to have my own ending. I want to have my own solution to this strife. I want to do it my way because we need to see this change now. And we're not waiting or cooperating with God's plan. That's rash. But the just one, because of his faith, because of a trust and a rootedness in God, to acknowledge that God has it all, God's got this. I am seeing strife and violence and discord all over the headlines. But the just one, because of his faith, shall live, shall have eternal life, shall have peace in his heart. And I think that's the message that I take from this Habakkuk reading is recognizing when I get uncomfortable, when I get impatient. Well, this is not, there's not a solution going on in this relationship, in this thing at work, in this thing at the schools, in this thing with this ministry, in my business, in the economy. We go on and on with things that we just don't think are, 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 we need to have a solution, but God has a solution and we need to work with God. Are we going to trust him or do we trust me? Is it him or is it me? Is it the Lord or is it me? If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. I love that phrase. And that just that the one phrase, and it comes up a lot in the readings and in the uh, divine office. When your fathers tempted me, they tested me though they had seen my works. And in, in this, the Lord is recalling this time at Meribah and Massah. You know, even though the Israelites and the people of God saw the witness of God doing these miraculous things, they wanted it their own way. They they tempted me. They tested me. They had impatience. They were at the end of their string, so to speak. Uh, they just didn't trust enough. They just wanted to fall back on their own shoulders. Well, the Lord's not going to come through here, so I guess we're going to have to pick it up and keep going which is why they encircled for 40 years instead of like a week or two. <laughs> they could have got to their destination a lot quicker, but they tempted me and tested me and relied upon their own wisdom. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Don't harden your heart. Soften your heart to the Lord. Paul, Paul's words for me guide me to what I should be praying more for from the Holy Spirit. You know, and, and Paul is reminding the people that I gave you, I blessed you, I brought you the gospel message. And so don't fall into a spirit of cowardice or this impatience, but rather of power, love, and self-control, which are gifts of the Holy Spirit. Stay with those. Focus on those. Don't be ashamed of the testimony I gave you. Don't be ashamed that I'm being imprisoned because of my following in Jesus Christ. Bear your share of hardship. 
Are you feeling hardship right now in some area of your life, physically, emotionally, financially, spiritually, with a relationship? Probably. We all face hardships. But face them and bear them for the gospel with the strength that comes from God. See, the strength comes from the Lord. It's not from us. It's not because I'm such a great intellect or I have this great business or I have this great amount of wealth or I have this prestige in my circle of friends or in the community. The, my strength comes from the Lord. Take as your norm the sound words that you heard from me. These aren't Paul's words. They're the words of Jesus Christ. In the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. And here's what we want. Rich trust and faith and love with the help of the Holy Spirit. With the help of the Holy Spirit. That is what we can be calling upon in our prayer if we are seeing strife. If we are seeing violence, if we are seeing things that that are are harmful, that are going on in the world, that we just wonder, Lord, do you hear? Yes, he hears. Now, in the gospel reading, what I want to do is I thought, well, the, the apostles asked this question in Luke chapter 16. We start with verse 5. We don't go into the, the first part of the verse. So the apostles are saying, increase our faith. Now, the chapter before was last week's reading when we heard about the parable of the rich man and Lazarus, and we hear about Father Abraham. So immediately after that reading, which we had last week, chapter 17, uh, the little title here is Temptations to Sin. And so Jesus says this, he says to his disciples, things that cause sin will inevitably occur, but woe to the person through whom they occur. It would be better for him if a millstone were put around his neck and he'd be thrown into the sea than for him to cause one of these little ones to sin. Be on your guard, Jesus says, if your brother sins. Rebuke him, and if he repents, forgive him. And if he wrongs you seven times in one day, and returns to you seven times saying, I'm sorry, you should forgive him. Now it's in this context. So Jesus is talking about these grave sins and that he, I think he's challenging them to what they think about recompense. Um, if somebody sins against me, I should be able to go against him. You know, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And Jesus says, if if somebody repents and says, I'm sorry, even if it's countless times, you should forgive him. And the apostles say, increase our faith. And, and what I'm getting a sense of is they're thinking, wow, I can't do that. I need more faith. How can I forgive? I need more faith. And then the Lord replies with this, you, you have faith. If you just had the faith of a mustard seed, the tiniest of all seeds, you would be able to say to the tree, you know, move here and move there. It's not that all of a sudden the apostles are going to go, oh, we're going to start moving things around because I have this little faith. The Lord is reminding them, I've given you the gift of faith. 
You need to trust in that gift of faith that I have given you. Listen to what I'm saying. It's about mercy. It's about forgiveness. It's about loving one another. It's not an about some sort of, um, I'm going to get ahead. I'm going to have some sort of um, recourse with those who are offending me. It's about loving those who offend you. And then he goes on about this attitude of a servant. But I just want to stick with this. If you have the faith, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea. There's a trust that we receive in the gift of faith and that we're called to trust in the Lord through our will, through our intellect, to trust in the Lord. We see Habakkuk being challenged by the people who are crying out and they're so worried. There's a great line that is attributed to St. Padre Pio, pray, hope, and don't worry. You see it all over the place with images of St. Padre Pio. Pray, have a communication with God, talk to God, open your heart to the Lord, hope, and don't worry. And so the apostles almost sound like they're worried. Increase our faith. Oh, you of little faith. But Jesus is saying, you just need a little bit of faith. And so let's pray that we have that little bit of faith, that that faith will continue to grow like that mustard seed will continue to support birds and, and all of this fruit and will be bountiful. But it came from a little drop of faith. That faith comes in an encounter with the Lord. Jesus Christ. And it's stirred up as we receive the sacraments of faith, the sacrament of baptism, of confirmation, of Holy Eucharist. We receive this gift of faith and it's kindled when we go to confession and we receive absolution when we repent from our sins. And so these gifts of faith can be kindled. They can be stirred up. And so we're going to call upon the Holy Spirit, stir up in us the gift of faith. Let's close with this great novena prayer to St. Francis. Thanks to the St. Anthony Guild, the Franciscan Friars of Holy Name Province. Let us pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Holy St. Francis, through your kind intercession, I seek holiness above all things. I seek the faith, hope, and love that allowed you to joyfully embrace our Lord Jesus Christ to such a point that you became like him, even with the marks of the stigmata. Pray for me, Holy Francis, that I may endure any suffering with the love of Jesus and the example you gave to all. Help me to be generous with the poor, with all that I have, and to remember to be always grateful for all the blessings I have received. Hear my novena prayer and intercede for me for the following needs. What are your needs? Lift them up to the Lord. Lord, we lift up the greatest needs of all those who are with us right now. 
I ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I want to close with these words that are on this holy card from St. Francis. It's so beautiful, and I think it really wraps up what we've reflected on today. Is it him or is it me? Is it the Lord or is it all on me? Let's put it on the Lord. We have been called to heal wounds, unite what has fallen apart, and bring home those who have lost their way. St. Francis of Assisi, pray for us. God bless you. Have a wonderful week, a beautiful month of the Most Holy Rosary. We'll talk to you next week. You have been listening to Faith Moments with Dina Marie, reflections upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. New podcast episodes are released weekly through the generous support of Mater Dei Radio. To learn more about Faith Moments with Dina Marie, visit me online at dinamarie.org. That's dinamarie.org. May you have a blessed week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.